On the 305th episode of the 365 Message Center show, we've got dictation support in Outlook. Uh, there's also 50 distinct experiences for Microsoft Viva Connections. And we've also celebrated the uh, general availability of Microsoft Teams, the new Microsoft Teams. Roll it. And we're back. Daniel, um, yes. this is going to be a good week. Um, I know it feels, again, like we're coming into, uh, they call it Techtober or Techtober? Yeah. When, when there's all sorts of announcements like... and bits and pieces. No, oh, I didn't. Okay. I didn't. Okay. No, it's like they release phones, they release technology. Oh. We had Google stuff. We had Samsung stuff. September was Apple stuff. November is Ignite. Yes. Indeed, Ignite, that conference that used to be great, um, is coming up next month. I'm sure it's going to be great. great. I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm talking about my experience. It used to be great. Yeah. I didn't go last year, so I heard it was horrible. But I'm sure this year will be fantastic um, experience. So those that are going in person, enjoy. I, I'm sure they've learned uh, quite a bit. Um so yeah, uh, November. So when we go into looking at our messages of basically what's coming in our yes. tenants for everybody with ignite happening next month, things are announcements are kind of slowing down a little bit mm -hmm. so that they can make the big announcements. And, you know, I'm sure it's going to be basically all copilot. Um, <laughs> but you know, that's just my inkling. Um, but yeah, so this week we don't have as many messages as maybe like last week. We I think we went through quite a few last week. Um, That's right. But it's not a not a reason to stop listening right now. No, absolutely not. But things to talk. We about. actually do. Um, there's there's one thing that is being uh, retired and gotten rid of, and you need to hear about it. And then there's a new thing that's coming along um, that's being pushed out to everybody. So we, yep. we've got to we've got to talk about it and, and get that information in your hands. And while we do that, why don't you go ahead and give us a thumbs up on this video? Make sure that you ring that little bell, ring my bell, um, and make sure that you get notifications when we go live. Um, make sure you know you hit us up on socials at three six five MCS. Or in the com and or in the comments below, um, and hello to all the audio listeners as well. Uh, give yeah, us some use comments. hashtag three six five MCS and also mm -hmm. hashtag karaoke for this episode because nice. Daniel wants yes. to sing. Right, exactly. But we'd love to hear your comments on the topics we discussed today, as well as you know, did we miss a topic or did you think something else? Um, you know, you heard something or saw something that maybe we can discuss next week. So we'd love to get that interaction going. But um, yeah, I'm I I'm really I, I want to say excited, but um, I was trying to come up with Be a synonym. Be honest, mate. No, no, Be I'm honest, trying mate. to come up with a synonym so I don't say excited. It seems like I overuse that. So I'm thrilled. I'm, I'm thrilled. Uh, I'm thrilled. And re and so. recovering from uh, the Power Platform Conference mm. and the little road trip, trying to shake mm -hmm. a little cold there. Um, so yeah, be be kind to Daniel this episode this week. I will be, but you what? need to be kind as well with your comments and your support. 
Why, why not yeah. be kind to me every week? I uh, know. It's a good point. <laughs> okay. Good point. Great. So, Daryl. There's only so much I can do, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl. <laughs> nice. So, Daryl, um, let's yes. jump right in uh, and talk about da, 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 new teams. Although, I mean, it's yeah. kind of been out there for a while, but now it's it officially new. Yeah, yeah, the general availability tag uh, as uh, as the cycle goes, you know, things are in private preview, public preview, general availability. So they've announced that last week. Uh, this was, uh, I'll say the title, announcing the general availability of the new Microsoft Teams app for Windows and Mac. MC six seven nine four five one. Nice to see the two coming together at the same time. Uh, with, as I observe, the same experience, uh, we can use yeah, it across whatever platform. Uh, but I will say, Daniel, and you might have noticed this too, there's a new tag for uh, Teams in the browser. What is that called? Indeed, it is now classic. I have yeah. I noticed that. I guess a few weeks back, um, that mm -hmm. you know, Teams is now Teams Classic. So mm. does that make me retro if I'm using Teams Classic? Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but Daniel and I have been using the preview on and off uh, for a while. There was the switch that was made available to us, uh, and uh, what that would do is it would download a package that uh, had two distinct installations of Teams. I thought that was pretty clever. What do you think about that? Yeah, um, so I guess that's done, right? We don't have, you know, once it's general availability, we won't have to do that. But um, yeah, that seemed like an interesting experience, having two downloads and switching back and forth mm. um, between the two. I've done it for Outlook as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. And it just means that it's easy for you to try things out and without interrupting stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But early on, certainly when they were going um, to public preview, they had this list of things that weren't ready yet. And the advice was that if you needed to do those things, like being able to create a channel. <laughs> right, or a team. Something as simple as that. Yeah. Uh, be signed in uh, via the web browser to do those things. Now, that list has got a lot smaller. Uh, there are it? still a few things that some of us, um, yeah, finding. I uh, know. Look, what can you think of off the top of your head? One thing that Teams Premium still doesn't do yet. You can't. I've got one. No. Okay. I use it a lot. Uh, you know, when you can change your status, um, and you actually have an option to do duration. Mm. And so I might want to set myself as busy or do not disturb or away or gone for lunch or something. And in fact, lunch was the was one of the scenarios, and I can do it for a set period of time, and in classic teams, I can actually set the the actual date and time mm. of when it switches back to the previous state, and you can't do that in new teams yet. Yes, there'll still be a few things. Uh, it sure. is fifty percent faster, or what was it? Fifty percent less memory. Starts up two times faster, lets you sign into multiple tenants, switching around between the different tenants that you also might, sorry, signed into multiple accounts can be signed into multiple tenants inside those accounts. Mm -hmm. And uh, Daniel, consultants rejoice, right? Yes, no kidding. 
the whole tenant switching and and all that is is much improved like that whole experience of of being able to see things alongside what you're doing um you know the whole getting notifications and managing those communications and other tenants mm-hmm. um that part is definitely um a fantastic improvement yeah Actually, something came to mind too. I'll mention this, and I'll probably drop a link somewhere there, but uh, our friends John Moore and Andy Honeycutt did a good um, deep dive on Microsoft Teams mm-hmm. and new Teams and just going through different features and and showing how right. that works. And So, yeah, anyway, general availability means that um, here it is. Uh, it is going to be the, the new default experience. They do, they're quite honest in here in saying that it's near full feature parity, almost all features, Yes. Um, so there's a few things to catch up with. Yeah, but, there's. Uh, um, yeah, you... I found the the article. It's it's in a learn document. Um, so if you ah. search for new teams known issues, they have a list of things that are coming in October and November um, that will kind of you know add and improve the um, the parity. You know things like pinning apps in the app bar. Uh, setting hybrid hybrid presence and custom duration for status messages that's supposed to be coming in October. Uh, ability to app mention users in your status note. Um, you know th- those kind of things. There's there's about eight items or so that are coming, um, yeah. and then there's two that it looks like have not been fixed yet or or haven't been set on a rollout time, which is annotations from the presenter toolbar. And PowerPoint Live standout isn't available yet. So, hmm. um, but you know, if those are things that won't get you, then you know, if maybe the new teams uh, will be something that you do want to go back to. I will say, I haven't gone back to it because I, during my testing and and the trials of going back and forth, it, there was just too many gaps for me at the time. So, hmm. but I think I will, you know, try it again now. Yeah. Uh, you know, a, an honest opinion too, that, that as a consultant, I'm signed into four different accounts and each of those accounts has at least two, if not three, um, guest tenants that's invited into. And in the background, when you sign in into teams and it's starting up two times as fast, it'll bring you back to that last tenant that you were in that last account. But it has to, in the background, also sign into all those other things. And I find that that just takes a little while. Sometimes I see a few little red exclamation marks that that mean that when I visit it and change to that profile, that account, that tenant, it might ask me to sign in again and just, just refresh that. Can I just say that I actually don't like that experience of when Teams starts up, it takes you back to where you were. And the reason why right. is what if you were in a tenant that you're no longer in? Mm. Okay. So you, you're in a tenant on Friday and maybe you're, it's with a, a client or whatever and they cut it, right? They're like, oh, now you're, you know, contract's done or whatever. And then you come in on Monday or you take a week of vacation. You come back and then you bring up teams and, oh, that's not where, and yeah. this is some weird cycle that, logs yep. you out. It says, Oh, you need to do this. <laughs> and it just gets so sticky confused. I would prefer that it would either, uh, prompt me when it loads 
you know, which tenant I want to go to, you know, to yeah. Sunday to. That would be nice. Or if it just always goes to my home one, like the, the one I say is my signify as my default. It would just always go to that one. Anyway, I know that's a it's rabbit a hole. I just went down, request, but though. I think it, it would yeah. be nice. Yeah. Cause I do sometimes set Outlook up to do that. You know, when you can get it to prompt you for a profile mm-hmm. instead of, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're solving problems uh, we are. already. Or identifying Availability. <laughs> Uh, well, what else? What else can we say about this? Um, how is it going to affect your organization? Well, eventually, it's going to be the default choice, and that you, as an organization, if you do have a still have a few things you want to use classic for, you can roll back. But uh, it's general. It's generally available. It's going to become the default choice, and you will actually they'll remove that switch for being able to uh, to go back. Uh, I'm using a Mac most of the time. I'm finding that it it does work pretty well. Uh, Daniel, I understand you're using a Lenovo. Is it working on your uh, Windows 11 Lenovo machine? <laughs> All right, people. This is an inside joke that Daryl's got going on because he he understands that using a Mac is probably not the most optimal experience for almost anything, and so he has to pick oh, on right. me that I'm having some technical issues with my desktop. So that's what that was. So just laugh yep. along with him and let's let's keep going. Please do. Yeah. So speaking like, like of... Like I'm... Yeah, go ahead. No. Speaking speak, of... Speaking of distinct experiences... I don't know. That was That's a stretch. <laughs> Microsoft Viva. Create up to 50 distinct experiences in Viva Connections MC679734. I Daniel, will tell you what is a distinct experience. I've never liked that phrase. I when they rolled this out and they said distinct experiences, I was like, um, "Say what? I don't know what you're talking about." And then I look at it and I go, "Oh, it's it's multiple home sites." Well, I knew about that, but then you come out mm-hmm. with this distinct experiences. I had no clue. Anyway, maybe that's the cold talking, but I I just <laughs> that that phrase just. I don't get it. Anyway, get off my distinct experience. Get off lawn. my lawn. Um, so, uh, when announced, if you'll remember, this this is for Viva Connections. It was announced you could have up to ten, and mm-hmm. um, we the world rejoiced when for those people that um, that needed that functionality, and they were like, "Oh, that's amazing." And then they got told it's not free or it's not included in your licensing. You have to pay for it. And they were like, ah, oh, that's sad. Well, but here, you know, I also heard from some people that were like, well, 10's not enough. And um, so now they're going to have up to 50 uh, distinct experiences. It gives you the ability to target, you know, the the desktop or I'm sorry, mm. the um Dashboard, the navigation, you know, and the home site experience uh, to 50 distinct uh, wow. groups of, of what, people. Can you remind me, Daniel, when would you use a distinct experience? Yeah, I mean, the, the, easy, the easy answer to that is, oh, you know, if you have uh, multiple companies in a, in a mm. tenant, you know, if you've uh, – I know a, quite a few organizations that have their – their, uh, you know, an umbrella company has their, their, the tenant, and then the, the yep. other companies are in the same tenant. Uh, so that would be a perfect example. 
uh, of that. In fact, I have a client right now, financial institution, same boat. They they have a they have basically three distinct audiences that they like to to communicate with, uh, and this would be great for that. So, it it could also that's the easy answer. The more you know, kind of complicated answer and, and where you get into the, do you really need to do that is if you have a very large, uh, you know, department or a very large, I guess, um, part of your organization. Multi-global. Yeah. yeah I mean, multi-global. Absolutely. Right. Um, or multi-global. Multi. Well, it's multi global. Multi so that's multiple globes. <laughs> like, wait a minute. It's a global <laughs> organization. Multi-geo. I'm talking about like regions. <clears throat> multi-geo. Yes. Multi-geo. Multi wow. I said it back, and I'm like, yeah, we'll, we'll go Mars, Wait. we'll go Venus, sometimes uh, <laughs> Jupiter as well. Yeah, um, so, home worlds. Then home worlds. Home worlds. Wow, that's amazing. I hope people are laughing along with us, not laughing at us. Um, so yeah, multiple countries. You know, that would be great. And, and I think you know, you could think about multilingual uh, scenarios and all that. So uh, there's a lot of scenarios here uh, where you can get into, hey, I want to have a distinct experience. Now, you're going to have to, you know, manage this with with great uh, distinct experiences comes great responsibility. Uh, so, you know, you've got the if you have 50 of these, then you're going to have 50 navigations you're going to have to manage. And so when a URL changes that you've shared in all those navigations, mm. then you're going to have to go and update that URL for all of those navigations. Um, you know, things like that, that you got to think through when you're creating these. And then you got to have a governance around it and you got to have a plan for managing it uh, moving yeah. forward. Yeah. Can you, is there an admin role where you could assign people to certain managing their own distinct experience for their region or, or yeah, you, you can, you can set it up to where, you know, the, if you're an owner of that site that is designated right. as the home site, yeah. then you have that permission to be able to do that. Got it. Absolutely. Um, so this is rolling out targeted release mid November, which, Hmm, what's happening in November again? Uh, it's that, that conference again. Uh, Mid-November and expected to be completed by late November. Standard release is early November and hopefully be around by uh, late, yeah, late December. Uh, so hopefully by New Year's. And, uh, I, you know, again, I think for those organizations that are using this, uh, you know, they'll start looking at, well, how can we do this? Can we have a, uh, a different mm. experience for this group or that group? And, again, you just have to weigh the the con well it's not really a con but you have to weigh the management and, and the governance of having that many right and how we're going but mm. for very large organizations you know this this is something that i think they will use so um <clears throat> and when they're creating that governance plan they could probably you know dictate um you know that out so they don't have to type it all out right wow they can dictate. if they could do that if they could dictate it, um, mm -hmm. well, that, we we talked about this before we started the show. I mean, when I dictate things, I'm like, blah blah blah. Oh, right, hang on, I should have put this at the top, not blah yeah. blah blah that at the bottom. <laughs> I think if they were, if they could dictate a plan out. Um, but Daniel is referring to dictation support coming to the new Outlook in uh, MC six seven nine three one two. 
Uh, this is uh, uh, you and I. We use dictation. I cer- certainly have been seen talking to my phone and using voice to text to um, get text into various different apps. And one of my favorite little ways of creating demo content when I'm showing people features in M365 is rather than watching me type mistakes and backspace instinctively, is I'll flick on the, the microphone and dictate into the app. So this is coming to new Outlook. Um, and that's important for people who are using new Outlook. <laughs> I know there's a few that, that are, are sort of little like hesitant because there's certain things again if we were talking about parity earlier with teams yeah. uh, the new outlook is not at parity with uh, a good number of features that people like well, about outlook well would this be in web as well well yeah i i would expect so because the new outlook is very much web uh, yeah I, i'm about... just not seeing you know it, it say anything about that but that'd be interesting no uh, and well, go to web, go to web now. If you can, I won't do it on my screen so people don't see my email. But I, I, I'm, I think I'm the, there. the icons there isn't there to do to dictate an email. Yeah, I I don't see it. You don't see it. Okay. Well, I would expect that if it's coming to new outlook, it's going to be there in the web as well. But you're right. Mm. Let's let's not put words in the mouth of the, um, the message center writer for this particular feature. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's going to be a good thing. Um, dictate it. Like I th- I liked your advice before Daniel was just say what you need to say, go back and edit it after you've dictated the bulk of the stuff. Um, there's no way unless you're used to dictating to someone beside you, that you'll get it right first time. Uh, so this is standard release rolling out to production Oof. with a capital P in mid-November and will be complete early December. Yes. Indeed. Oh, hey, we talked yeah. about it about it being available for new Outlook. If you look at the service monthly active users area, it does list M365 for the web up there, platform, desktop, and web. It's just it didn't have it in the message. It did say content. web. Yeah, I like it. I love it. I want mm. some more of it. Yeah. Now, hang on. Just give me a moment. We okay. were going to be doing this next message. I've got to come up with a decent segue. And, oh, look, I can't. I can't really. <laughs> How do you come up with a segue for... Oh, I'm going to retire. You take care. Oh, Gosh, that was... Okay. Business Connectivity Services, BCS, Retirement. Yes, sir. We're... Microsoft is getting rid of it. Kicking it out the door. MC679737. BCS is a technology that got its its life on-prem. And when SharePoint went to the cloud, continued to be there inside. And, and it is a service that allows you to connect external data and bring it into SharePoint and make available. You know, things like connect to a table and bring it in as a list in SharePoint, you know, that, that information. And so you're syncing, right? You have the, the data there and the data here, right? 
for those on the audio podcast, I did a little number with my fingers where I was pointing this way and that way. I just did the I thought those windscreen wipers. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, Microsoft is retiring it, getting rid of it. Now, let's, let's make sure we understand that this is SharePoint Online. Okay? We're talking about mm -hmm. in Microsoft 365. We're not talking about on-prem. Okay? So, there we go. So the rollout here is, and you know, the replacement they're saying is Power Apps. Congratulations, Power Platform team. Uh, so you're about to get some more uh, licenses sold. The uh, rollout here is October 2nd, they're announcing it. Well, that's that was this past week. Done. October yep. 30th, they're, they're basically going to honor and start looking at uh, the setting that you could set to block BCS in your environment. So if you want to go ahead and block it, then you could set it. And then October 30th, the 30th, the, I don't know what happened there. October 30th, they're going to, they're going to, uh, recognize that and say, okay, we're going to start blocking it. January 8th is where it gets a bit interesting. January 8th, they're going to say, we're going to block it on all new tenants. So any new tenants from now, they're going to block it. Okay, that's understandable. Get that. As well as tenants who haven't used the feature since October 30th. Now, what does used the feature mean? So mm. does, does that mean that BCS hasn't synced data in that time frame? Like nothing is updated? Or is it that no one has added a new connection for BCS? Or like, what is, I, I don't understand that very much. Like, or I don't, mm -hmm. that's not very clear to me on what it means by tenants who haven't used the feature. Maybe the feature I would hope is. that it's the, the synchronization. Maybe. You know? Like, because. I don't know. Yeah. I, again, I don't know. I'm guessing, right? And then September 30th of 2024, fully done, no more using BCS, period. So you now have less than a year if you are using BCS to migrate that to a different platform, to a different product. And Microsoft is talking here about Power Apps as the solution replacement. However, I don't know if that's true for everything, depending on what you're using it for. If you're uh, so I won't dive too much into that. We don't have time, but just know that um, you could be using workflow, for instance, instead of using just straight up Power Apps. So you could be using Power Automate, but um, just depends on what you're doing. But guess what, Daryl? You're uh, supposed to guess, what? not just look at me. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I think that there'll be a well-orchestrated program for helping you to shift your BCS connections to the Power Platform. Am I right? Uh, that was a very good guess, Daryl. Uh, it's it's 100% oh. completely wrong, but it's a really oh. good guess. Um, absolutely. So there is no magic button here, people. So that's that's kind of why you have a year. Let's If you're using BCS, get to it. Right now, go ahead and start planning. You're going to need to find uh, where they are. You're going to need to find what the es you know estimated effort it is. 
like you're going to have to work through this. So, um, and if you need a partner, you know, start looking for partners to be able to help you with this. Uh, so, uh, just know that you need to get on this right now. So there's some useful links down below on mm -hmm. this message, but, um, that, you know, we've kind of walked you through it and told you all the important stuff. So, um, you know, it's not, you know, I think it's pretty clear. It's not a blur, Daryl. It's not a blur. It's not a blur. It's, it's, it's not clear. even the name of a Korean K-pop band. Right. Yeah. Uh, that was my transition, though, by the way. You, you oh, oh right, right. Yeah, blur, blur. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is, this is, we're finishing off with a feature that only affects those who are using Teams Premium. But we thought we'd we'd throw it in there and talk about it. Mm -hmm. It's actually an interesting one. Require background blur if you've got Teams Premium. You'll have this capability, MC678851. Uh, this allows admins to configure. It's actually not just background blur. Uh, where are we? Granular. Yeah, controls admins will be able to show only custom backgrounds. Require background blur or preset an organizational background. And that seems like a, a good thing to have control over. Uh, that it's nice that we can express ourselves with our own backgrounds, uh, and mm -hmm. some people come up with some doozies. That's a lot of fun. Um, but if you're an organisation that wants to have a bit more, um, I don't know corporate sensibility, uh, or y y your uh, brand and marketing people want to get in there and come up with something <laughs> cool like our mm -hmm. uh, change out the screensavers every month. Um, wouldn't it be cool, actually, if the side sidestepping here, but being able to have a timed background and maybe one that only shows internally versus externally? See, that, on the call. that's actually ex exactly what I was thinking. Um, we're on the same wavelength there because I feel like this whole, you know, don't use a goofy background is very, uh, very key when you're you have external people in mm. the meeting and you're yeah. like hey we're, we're trying to be you know and you've got an uh, you know a k-pop band on the on your shoulder because that's your background yeah uh, yeah or you know some a cartoon or you know i, I see a mm -hmm. lot of of decks of um the uh, on the um spaceships you know like yep. different you know star yep. trek or star wars or whatever you know cool they they look cool but you know, it, um, you know, maybe not for a professional meeting where you're meeting with outside hmm. people. Uh, so that, that I think you're right. Uh, spot on there. It'd be nice for it to auto select. Oh, someone's joining from outside of the organization. Then it switches. You everybody. can see that it. That would be kind of interesting from the roster in the meeting. Um, th th there's also the, uh, question around, um, uh, privacy right so mm. maybe it's good to be able to have at, at a minimum the background blur if you're in the kind of space where you don't want people seeing stuff behind you in the office and you also want to uh, lower the possibility of information leakage yeah absolutely um, yeah enforcing a blur mm. yeah absolutely so it's a premium feature and if your organization's using premium uh, you can enforce that and um It'll be a customization policy in the meeting policies area. And the standard release will begin rolling out early October, so uh, arriving in your tenants now-ish, 
and will be complete late October. Mm, that, Daniel, is the last message for the week. And uh, it has definitely been good catching up with you and with everyone else who's joined us on the show. Uh, we thank you for your comments and your questions and mm. your following, your patronage. Ooh, patronage. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. Um, I know. It's just getting a bit flash, isn't it? <laughs> you I'm know, so proud I... to hear, Daniel, that you, you'd handed out so many stickers of, of so the show. Many when you were, um, so yeah, many stickers. So many. Power platform. We need to yeah. order a few thousand more, huh? We need a few thousand more. So if you're w wanting to, you know, sponsor the podcast or, or you know, <laughs> throw us some change, that'd be great because uh, I'm going to yeah. have to order some more stickers. Um, so would love to, to love to talk to you about that. And uh, anyway, so thank you, everyone, for joining and uh, for episode 305. Join us next week when we will hear Daryl say... Oh, come on. You got in there again? We'll hear Daryl say, not again, is what you hear. Because <laughs> you man. did it again. I did do it yeah, again. Yeah, well, you did do it again. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that comes back on you. Yes, I know. Bye for now.